Hello, it's the Dave and Josh show. How are we doing, Josh? Couldn't be better, Dave. I mean, literally, exams are all done. Yeah. Enjoying the sun, been in parks, planning to head to Rotterdam tomorrow. Life's pretty good. There's nothing to complain about, except um, we're trying to find a place ourselves in Amsterdam. We're moving out of my little dormitory that Josh has been sleeping in with me for the past month, basically. Um, but hopefully we get a place. It's pretty hard to get a place in Amsterdam, especially as a student, just for anyone that wants to know and that's moving to Amsterdam in the near future. But it's a great city to live in. Yeah, it's a great city to live in. I mean, what's really nice about the city, too, is that <clears throat> genuinely you feel quite safe. You know, I feel like uh, every system in place in uh, not just Amsterdam, but in the Netherlands is quite organized. So um, especially like on a, on a judiciary side of things, you know, you feel like everyone's got almost to equal rights to some sense. I mean, also with a... Uh Especially when you think about all the Madeleine McCann stuff going on. You're kind of lucky that we have such good police here. Because a lot of the guy that they suspect, I think he's called Christian Bruckner. I, I might have said that wrong, but <laughs> I'm not great with German names. Either way, apparently he was on the list back like all those years ago. And they discarded him, despite a lot of evidence. So a lot of the, there's a lot of police blaming each other. And the Eng the British police are blaming the Portuguese police who have blamed the German police and all this. So quite lucky that at least here it's pretty organized. Yeah, and also here it's quite chill too. Like, for example, I think it was two days ago we were in Vondel Park, which is like the central park of Amsterdam, I would say. And we saw a bunch of kids just hitting on nitrous oxide, like these balloons that give you like a 30-minute, <laughs> a 30-second head rush. And... Um, just openly. <laughs> You're just openly doing it and the police pulled through they were sort of like what the fuck are you doing and then they just let them off with the balloons and while they were checking their IDs these uh, these guys were still hitting the balloons getting fucking high yeah. it's pretty crazy but I mean it's interesting how just the idea of deterrence I remember we, we started the conversation in the park about how you actually deter crimes and specifically if you take it to kind of the greatest extent it can go, you're thinking about capital punishment. What what do you think about capital punishment? I'm pretty against it, man. Um, yeah, I'm I'm uh, that's my standpoint. What's yours? Oh, uh, the conflicting opinion. I I actually I actually kind of agree with it. Why? Especially if there's certainty. Because don't get me wrong, I I think that with um. Especially with crimes, there's gonna be there's gonna be people that innocent civilians that are scapegoated basically or made to look like the criminal when in fact they're not. So I think only if there's certainty that this person did it with no no discrepancies, then I think it should be employed. But how how can you be so certain at times? You know, sometimes like for example, Amnesty, they're super against uh, capital punishment. And one of the reasons to why is that because most countries, not all, but a lot of countries have a skewed justice system. So how can you have certainty about someone when the justice system itself is not even certain? You know, like you've got a lot of these unfair trials. You've got you've got a lot of like torture tainted evidence, because I do feel like as a cop, you know, you're on a case for years and you just want to. You just want to solve it sometimes. And I can see how it can turn into like you sort of forcing them to actually uh, confess. 
So, that's my question to you. Why... If there is no certainty then in the justice system, then we can't really trust most things, right? So why should we risk having someone actually get killed through capital punishment? I agree. It's, it's very difficult to be certain about something. But just to clarify, I'm also, I want to make clear that I only believe in capital punishment for murder. Yeah. Okay, because there's capital, in some countries, capital punishment is used for a variety of different things other than murder, and I'm not saying that I agree with that, but specifically for murder, I think that it needs to be there just to deter the crimes in the first place, even if there's no certainty. Because I don't think in life you can be certain about really anything. But yet again, if someone if someone is um, basically, if someone took something from you, say if a robber steals something, it's not right that he gets to keep that thing. Uh, according to the justice system that's the way it should be and that's how how ethics work you know because say say for instance in murder technically what happens is someone has stolen someone else's life should they get to get away with that because at the end of the day there's a lot of suffering and things that come from that and actually if you look at a lot of the murders that take place these murderers have killed multiple people okay so I do agree in the sense of like you have to deter crime, but I think just taking someone's freedom for the rest of their life is more of a punishment than giving them the easy way out. But that being said, I also feel like killing someone, like I don't think there's a benefit to it, man. Because if you kill that murderer, well, it's very, it's sure, they're not going to kill anyone else. That's great. You've, you've killed a murderer. But at the end of the day, there's still multiple other people doing the same number of, of crimes. And I don't think we should be focusing on, like, rehabilitating them or, or actually getting rid of them. But we should actually be focusing on the cycle that's actually happening, the, the crime cycle, where at the end of the day, you get rid of another murder, there's another murder that's going to pop up because of the environment they live in, because of the uh, they had an abusive father, or many other social reasons to why they actually end up being socio-psychopathic or just killing people like that. I've, I've got kind of a few things to say about that. One, I read an interesting study, and I'm, I'm really sorry, but the guy's name is German again, so I'm probably going to skew it. But in 1973, this guy called, like, I think it's Ehrlich... <laughs> He did a kind of analysis which produced results showing that for every inmate who was actually executed, seven lives were spared. And actually, I think the idea is that a lot of people, I know if you take away their freedom, then, yeah, there's, there's not much if you, if you live in prison. That's, it, that's fine in a fair judicial system where they will be put into a high-security prison. But the reality is, especially in a lot of these... Um, gang cultures where these these warlords or crime lords whatever you want to call them they actually live a pretty good life in prison yet they've murdered hundreds of people because like everywhere else there's a little bit of corruption in the system and they find ways to actually live a decent life which is messed up because at the end of the day if you take away someone's life i don't think you should ever have that freedom again and a life sentence yeah usually it gets carried through but You've seen people escape from prison. El Chapo escaped from a maximum security prison with the right kind of money. And if you're kind of an, I almost said an advanced murderer, but if you're kind of experienced and you've got a group of people that basically work like a business, 
Your life's not going to be that bad in prison. Or you'll find a way out. So maybe it's not about the um, the punishment itself that we should be thinking about, but it's more about the way we punish them. So, you know, especially in a lot of, like, American prisons, you have all these gang cultures, and uh, in order to get a job in prison, you have to know someone that knows someone. It's sort of like you're back on the streets again, right? And you also have the death penalty, obviously, where you get killed. But maybe that we need to change that. And instead of, like, putting fear in prison, we actually teach in prison. Uh, A good example I can think of is uh, Norway's Halden prison, where they have no real security measures in the prison, except, obviously, the gates and outside so they don't escape from prison. But all, um, all inmates have their own keys to their own doors they also have an area where uh, inmates can try to get a job within the prison area and they create basically a proper functioning society in the prison so there's no gang culture in there it's just guys just trying to make it in the prison world and because they feel confident and actually are taught how to make it in this sort of safe world when they actually go back they don't end up actually killing other people or going back into the same lifestyle that they were in but instead actually move forward with a different lifestyle that they've been taught and i think that's why we should get rid of capital punishment because you don't give that chance to to actually allow people to learn and that's because of the whole prison system or penitentiary system in place that's just in my opinion quite flawed you know, because quite a lot of the times, a lot of these prisoners do go back to what they were doing before uh, being incarcerated. But that's what I think's wrong. If you kill someone, why should you get to be on the streets again after doing that? There's people whose whose daughter or someone's son or someone's father. It doesn't really matter. There's a lot of people that would have cared about that individual who don't agree with that person ever being back on the streets. Because if you take someone else's life, why should you get to live your own life the way you enjoy it? the end of the day people fear death more than anything else right and so despite things being statistically like inconclusive at the end of the day it deters crimes because people fear death the most more than anything else because if you fear something it's going to prevent you from doing it and i think the way that the system should work is that they want to prevent the society wants to prevent the worst crimes right and so to to go alongside that you should have the worst punishment which is death like like a robber is it's a form of inca- incapacitation technically because it just stops them doing what they did right if same with a robber take take the example of a robber if if you capture a robber to stop him stealing other things he goes to jail Prevents him being out on the streets and stealing. It's the same kind of thing. True, but even we still have a death uh, sentence in place. And even then, people still break these laws. They still do these laws. So I don't think the death penalty is a matter of fear or prevent uh, prevention of crime. It's I just to be honest, I just don't see why it's actually there. I think it's a very um, what's the word for it? That old-fashioned way to prevent crime. Like in the, I, I feel like it belongs to the time when we used to deal with mental um, uh, patients with mental illnesses with like by electrocuting them, right? Mm-hmm. 
and I, I don't I believe that we've moved on from a society that's like that that still needs capital punishment. I think we we now have better ways of finding better ways to punish. And I do agree with you in the sense that like if you've murdered someone, you shouldn't be back on the streets. I do agree with you, but I don't I don't see why giving you the needle is beneficial in that sense you're still in prison at the end of the day you're still stuck in there and yeah like they have the gang culture but you've lost your freedom that is you've lost a big right your right to be able to go down go to the toilet shit in private then go down go to the supermarket and come back and cook your own food yeah don't get me wrong you do you do lose a lot of freedom but at the end of the day if someone's crime is bad enough you need to find a way of being, of helping society thrive, right? That's eventually is about society benefiting from the actions that you take. And by letting someone eventually roam the streets, like, or even live a nice life in prison, you're not taking that person away. And the idea is it's very difficult to compare different places on the, with the death penalty because, well, they're very different culturally, they're very, they're very, well, they're different places. And so I don't think you should, should really compare it because whether the death penalty is there or not, if you take away the death penalty, should, had it been there, you don't know how many more murders could have actually occurred. And so it's actually a very statistically difficult thing to prove. So anything else that you've got to add to this no i don't really have anything else to add to this um but i'm very interested in what other people think about this so if you have uh an idea or a comment or an opinion please put it down in the comment below or in the video message on anchor or on just our dms we just like to read it um if you don't know we also have a quora page that you should check out and um yeah man I hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll see you next time. See you next time.